I want to welcome you to another episode of the Vision Clarity Leadership Podcast. My name is Seth Yalorda, and I will be your leadership coach for the next 15 minutes, helping you become a high-performance leader who leads high-performance teams to make a high impact in the world. Now, we're on a mission here at Vision Clarity to help every person see themselves as a leader and to equip every leader to lead their teams with a big, bold, compelling vision. Each week through these podcasts, we release free tools and resources so that you can expand your leadership capacity and you can lead your team with a vision that will inspire them and ultimately change the world. And I would just ask that if you find this content valuable, that you would just honor me by writing a review or rating it wherever you consume your content. I am always looking for a five-star review. And I would also ask that if you would just please subscribe, I would be forever grateful. It would mean the world to me also if you would share this content with your family, your friends, your colleagues, your team. We are on a journey here. And our journey is to build a community of visionary leaders with this podcast. And you sharing this content is one of the best ways that we can do that. So today I want to jump right into our leadership lesson. This last week I had an opportunity to coach a leader. And this is a leader who has actually been having some trouble on their team. Now what's interesting is that what I've come to experience in coaching is that most leaders have trouble on their team. So if you're listening to this and you feel like, man, I'm also having trouble on my team, I just want you to know that you're in good company. In fact, I I wanna go so far to say that the reason why you are the leader on that team, and when I say team, that could be the organization you work for, that could even be the family in which you lead, right? That the reason why you are that leader for this time is because you are there by and large to help solve a problem. And so I was coaching a leader and they're having problems. It feels as though, This person is losing influence with their team. In fact, their leadership style is rather different than their predecessor. Their predecessor was an individual who kind of connected well with the team and loved everyone and kind of went the extra mile and really developed just a collaborative working relationship where even though they were the leader, they did not mind going the extra mile and really probably doing some of those roles and some of those tasks and duties that people might think the leader shouldn't be doing. Like that was the type of leader that this person was, the predecessor. And so I'm coaching now (laughs) that person's successor and they just have a different style. And as I'm coaching them and talking with them about, you know, what they're doing and why they're doing it and, and what their experience is on the team, they say something to me that is just telling. They say, you know, you know, my leadership style is one where I really feel as though there should be a gap between the leader and the team. They said there should be some distance, like the leader should not be as accessible or as readily available, that there's there's some value. This is what they said. There's some value in there being some distance. And as they were saying this, I actually understood exactly what they were saying. Because when I was in college, I actually had a leader and that leader kind of took me under their wing and they told me the exact same thing. They said, Seth, if you lead a team, you can't be like buddy, buddy with your team. You can't be like all up and hanging out with your team. There really has to be some distance. They literally said those words and this was almost 20 years ago. There has to be some distance between you, the leader and the team that you that you lead. 
And so when this leader that I'm coaching said this, I totally understood their mentality because I've heard this before from other leaders, older leaders at that. And so as we were talking, I asked them the question. I said, well, let me just ask you, is that leadership style working for you? And I think that's the question that we really have to wrestle with is regardless of what your leadership style is, whether it is super collaborative, whether you are that servant leader, whether you are that leader that is kind of standoffish, whether you, you know, delegate a lot or you don't delegate a lot, like whatever your leadership style is, let's not jump into the conversation and start debating and wrestling with whether or not your leadership style is better than the others. Now, we do know from an academic and empirically tested research-based perspective that there are certain leadership styles which do lead to uh, a better behaviors or more effective behaviors in your team. But setting that conversation aside, when you, when you just look at your style, the, the question that you and I have to ask ourselves, not as academics, but just as everyday lay leaders is, is what I'm doing effective? And so when I asked this person, Mike, the, the person I'm coaching this question, I said, well, is what you're doing effective? They really sat with it and they had to wrestle with it and come to the conclusion that, you know, actually, it's not that effective. Now, what some people might do is they say, well, it's not me, it's them. Like if they would just do what I said, then then my leadership style wouldn't really make a difference. But that is a broken mentality that we definitely do not want to embrace. Because as a leader, we don't have the freedom to say, it's them, not me. <laughs> we don't have that opportunity. As the leader, we have to take responsibility and say, no, it's not them, it's me. And so as we were wrestling with this, they came to the, the, the revelation that, you know what? My current leadership style, though it's kind of what has led me all throughout my career and it was taught to me and passed down to me and by and large, it has allowed me to get to this really nice position that I'm operating in now, what I recognize that the leadership style I currently embrace is not effective and will not take me to where I want to go, which is building a high performance team. And so we started wrestling with, well, well what would it look like for you to actually open your office door to kind of close that gap between you and your team so that they didn't feel like you were giving them the stiff arm, that there wasn't this power dynamic, but that you actually would come close to them and get to know them. And we started talking about it and wrestling with it and seeing what they felt comfortable doing. And, you know, to their credit, they did say, well, there's some, some there's some of my team members who I am really close with, but then there's some who I'm just not very close with. And, and I get that. I understand that we're not going to be as close with every one on our team. That's totally understandable. But what I also wanted them to understand is that one of the most important qualities that team members look for in a leader is not just do they know what they're doing. It's not just are they charismatic. It's not just are they a man or a woman of integrity. It's not just whether or not they are competent and have the knowledge and they have the pet. Like, like all of those things are good, but that's not always what team members are looking for from their leader. In fact, what most team members are looking for from their leader is does this person care about me? That's the question. So when you're leading, the question is, does your team experience you 
as a leader who genuinely cares about them. That when you walk in the room, you don't walk by them. You don't just give them one of those general, hey, how you doing? But you actually stop and you call them out and you talk to them and you say, how is your son doing? And you call the son by name. How's Emily doing? How's Elise doing? Right? How's your daughters? How's your wife? How's your husband doing? What did you all do this, this weekend? You told me that you were going camping. How was your camping trip? And that you actually, as a leader, take a, a genuine interest and concern in who they are as your team, not simply just looking at them as individuals who work for you, but really looking at them as individuals that you work for. You work for them to help them excel, and the way that you serve them is by really letting them know that I, your fearless leader, sincerely and genuinely care about you. Not just what you do here, but you, the person. You know, in the academic setting, there is this, this leadership style called transformational leadership. And one of the constructs that make up or components that make up transformational leadership is what we call individualized consideration. Now, individualized, individualized consideration is just a fancy way of saying the leader considers me as an individual. They, they don't just look at me as one piece to the puzzle and I'm just one cog in the machine, but the leader actually considers me as an individual. My likes, my issues, my passion, my burden, my vision for my life, my, my interests, what excites me and what annoys me, what ticks me off. As a leader of your team, and granted, I understand that especially if you're leading a large organization, it will be rather difficult to do this, but at least your direct reports, the people that you spend the most time with, it is your responsibility. No, that's the wrong word. It is your privilege to really get to know your team on an intimate level, personally, so that you can put a check in that box to say, you know what? I know my team, I know Jane, I know Sam, I know Sarah, right? I know these people, I know, I know what Sarah's dreams are, I know where she sees herself five years from now, I know what she's working towards, and I'm actually trying to help position her to help her reach her personal and professional goals. That's what you call individualized consideration. Now, it granted, as an organization, you know, you still have a responsibility to lead the organization. So I cannot sacrifice, you know, the entire organization for one person. And that's not what I'm asking you to do. What I'm asking you to do is to consider the one person in light of the entire organization. And leaders, leaders who go the distance, leaders who perform at a high level, and leaders who lead high-performing teams are those individuals who the team knows that my leader sincerely and genuinely cares about me. And so as you go into work this week, as you meet with your team, as you talk and discuss and plan and strategize and troubleshoot and problem solve, as you're at home talking to your family and working with your kids, make sure you don't get so focused on you being the leader and, and making sure that they do what you say and actually work to close that gap so that they will see you not just as their leader, but as the someone who sincerely cares about them. Listen, this is the Vision Clarity Leadership Podcast, and I just want to empower you and equip you to lead high-performing teams. 
And so if you found this session, this episode helpful, would you just please share it with some of your colleagues, some of your team members, some of your fellow leaders so that we can spread the word and we can build healthy teams who are operating on a high level. Again, I'm your host, Seth Yolorda, and thank you so much for tuning in today.